thankfully over the past couple of weeks we've we've gained a lot of new listeners I, I don't know why particularly but you know it's happened um and it, this is great because this is the first recording we've done in weeks and it's gonna sound like such dog shit so <laughs> see you to everyone that was here for the couple of weeks before we actually went back to the recording it was nice seeing you yeah um, i promise i'll uh, i promise i'll bring a microphone with me wherever we go next time well how was mine coming through we had Okay, I guess I guess some housekeeping off the top. Things have changed. <laughs> As people may have guessed, we don't always record and then put them straight out. Sometimes we backlog them and then things rapidly change. And now we're in kind of a shit spot when it comes to our whole setup and how we record and, and distribute these things. So we're that's, that's going to be a work in progress again. You know, that's I have plans. Things will be fixed. It's just it might be a little rocky for for a few episodes. That's fine. Look, the audio's coming through. That's all we need. It's an audio podcast. It's episode 23 of Morning Brew. How's everyone doing today since the last million weeks since we spoke? I'm a great weekend. I've been surfing. The surfing is very nice. Have you just left Dublin at this point? You're just, you're just traveling around Ireland? Yeah. Uh, my, job is, uh, my job is on a little break because the courts are in recess. And now I'm in only golf. I'll go back to Dublin tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow to get my back to Dublin. Bit. My second back in. Welcome to the club. It's only Dan that's a disease ball. Just a walk-in Petri dish. Dan, how do you not have your fucking vaccine yet? Why are you muted? I didn't realise I was muted, thank you very much. I was making loads <laughs> of quicks that have been going on. I thought, I thought I was just not funny, but it turns out I was muted, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fool. I registered because I remember it took my father about four weeks between registration and getting the appointment. So I thought the thing opens, I'll be back in Ireland in two weeks, so I'll register. Like I think the next fucking day they were like, yeah, your appointment's tomorrow. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've, I've gotten about three or four appointments and I've had to keep cancelling them. And every time I cancel them, the oh, next no. one somehow comes in earlier than the previous one. I had one for the 4th of August, cancelled it, got one for the 3rd of August, cancelled it, got one for the 2nd of August. So I think if I eventually do, if I cancel it enough times, it'll just retroactively say I'm already vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it was one of those things where I was in the middle of, of registering with the HSC and I got a call to say, hey, what about tomorrow? And I was like, all right, tomorrow it is. Go get this done. Are you a, you're, you're a Johnson & Johnson boy, aren't you? Yeah, I got Johnson well, & Johnson. It doesn't actually protect you from COVID, but your skin and your hair are fucking beautiful <laughs> afterwards. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's been something. I can't wait for a future young adult novel where society is divided into tribes based on which vaccine you got. The Pfizer clan fighting the Johnson & Johnson family. It's going to be great. Yeah, I, I'm down for that. The AstraZeneca crew got six arms each. They're the, the, the untouchables, yeah. Although I don't know if I wanna, I don't know if I wanna promote Johnson and Johnson. I was, I was in talks about getting a job there two years ago, and then they they reneged on it towards the very end. So I'm not, you know what? Actually, don't get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Get the get the get Pfizer. I'm gonna say Adam get Pfizer. Su- Adam is sucking it out of his blood as we speak. <laughs> I've been slowly cutting myself during this recording to have it leak out little by little. No, it's been fine. I, I didn't I didn't have any side effects or symptoms or anything. I got it done. I wasn't even sore. I literally went to the gym two hours after getting it, and I was fine. I had no issues. Nuria's brother got the <laughs> Moderna one and said he felt fine, and we were asking about it. So, you sure he was fine? He's like, yeah, look. And then he showed us his arm, and his arm was twice the size it normally was, and he just hadn't oh. noticed because it didn't hurt. 
Yeah, it's a, uh-huh. it's a thing you can get with the Moderna one called COVID arm, where it just swells uh-huh. up for like a day and then goes down. And it swells uh-huh. up like a week afterwards. So sometimes people don't realize it's because of the vaccine and they oh. think they're like allergic to something. Weird. That's well, he looked look like fucking been, Popeye. That's apparently been happening with women's cup sizes for with Pfizer, that they temporarily mm-hmm. get, grow bigger. And then they, yeah, apparently, apparently one of the weird side effects of the Pfizer vaccine for women is that they temporarily get bigger boobs for a couple of weeks and then they go back down to their, to their normal size. Which I mean, you know, Addy, Addy, ladies, if they're get, I don't know. I'm just saying what I said. If that's if, if it happens to you, great. Enjoy your couple weeks with your with your bigger tits. And have a great time. Take a lot of photos. It won't last. Yeah. Hope it doesn't happen to me. That would be dreadful. They're they're big enough already. <laughs> and you just start running again. Uh, so yeah. speaking of speaking of running. I was um, I, good news to all of our long-term listeners to know that I've been given a clean bill of health by the doctor who said that when my heart does that weird stuff, it's probably grand. And when <laughs> I specifically asked him about, is, so sometimes when I run, I skip a few beats, is that normal? And he, his, his response was essentially, until it's not normal, it's normal. So until I, until I collapse or something, it's fine. Yeah. I like that. I like that he said, you've a clean bit of health. You're probably okay. That doesn't sound like a clean bill of health. That sounds like you're very confused, Doc. That sounds like you're not quite sure. If anything, this last few, because I've been to the doctor a bunch of times in the last few months over, just uh, last few months over a bunch of random stuff, you know, like, no, it's not a period of ill health as much as fuck it. I might as well get all this sorted. And I realize doctors don't necessarily take you to the point of health. They take you to the point of probably fine. Because you know, after a yeah. certain point, it's not worth their while running more tests. After a certain well, point, it's like, well, you look healthy. Also, if they yeah, heal exactly. you, then they, they're out of business. They can't heal all the sick, then they have no more sick left. You know, they got to just keep it like, like going a little bit. Just, you know, <laughs> keep you a little bit ill, mostly okay. Yeah, I have, uh, I'm under getting some new medical insurance. That's cool. I get private hospital insurance on it, which is great. I think I'm going to start demanding prostate exams, even though there's nothing wrong with me. Um, you know, really make really make the private doctors work for their money. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's gonna be my new my new thing that I pick up over the next couple of months. Just regular uh-huh. prostate exams. No, no, just just prostate exams. I'm just gonna get into it. <laughs> Been thinking about it for a while. Uh-huh. No, it is cool though. I got the. I was going through. I was going through the stuff, and uh, I was reading, and I was like, you know, this is this is a very adult thing. You know, health insurance, all this kind of shit. And I got halfway through the the stuff and I just got bored and I was like I don't go to a doctor anyway I don't fucking care about any of this <laughs> I'm mostly just happy I'm mostly just happy that Aoife has insurance and I just I stopped yeah. reading it and I put it away I was like I'm, I'm fine I'm, like realistically if I get sick tomorrow I'm probably still not going to go to a doctor anyway so it's like what the fuck am I even wasting my time reading it for when I, when I was going to the doctor all this time, I, it was a very, uh, they had it's lots of these very um, disabusing moments where you like to think, oh, I'm an adult, I'm self-sufficient, I take care of myself. And then the doctor's like, oh, so what's your insurance? I'm on mommy and daddy's insurance. Here's their insurance. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I got the cool thing as well, where the last couple of checkups I've gone to on the dentist, it, it, it's a thing in Ireland, um, uh, where if you are regularly paying your your taxes every month you get two free checkups a year i think it's two checkups maybe one cleaning a year on the yeah, house yeah i think it's two a year i think two checkups in the year uh every fucking time i go to the dentist and i get my little routine checkup done they run my pps number and they go yeah it's not loading um we're gonna have to make you pay for this one but like the next time you get a checkup it'll be free and uh, <laughs> that's happened every fucking time so i've just paid it every time i've never gotten yeah. the free checkup 
the they opticians like, do that too where if you're yeah. like entitled to a free a free eye test but they're like oh we're running your prsi uh if you come back in the next day we'll know and it still isn't yeah. run then so i bought the glasses and then i get called by them being like oh actually you didn't have to buy those glasses but fuck it i already I was, have them now the last time i was in the dentist for about half an hour as they ran this number and the machine just kept coming back with nothing like it just wouldn't load anything mm-hmm. and uh Eventually, she just turned to me and she was like, yeah, you're going to have to pay because we can't tell if you're entitled to a free a free checkup yeah. or not. So you're just going to have to pay this because we can't let you leave without paying us. And I was like, huh. Okay. Were you, uh, were you ever scared of the dentist as a kid? No, I never. I, I, uh, I only went to the dentist like, you know, maybe twice a year as a kid. And I went in and they said my teeth were fine and they give you a slap on the arse and they say, see you later. The only time I ever had anything done was as an adult. And that was only because I, I broke those teeth. And that was that was a, a sports thing. That wasn't anything else. But um, no, I, I have no problems with the dentist. Even now, if I went into the dentist tomorrow to get an extraction or something done, just fucking do it. I don't care. It doesn't hurt. It's fine. I had to get one of them. I had to get one of them done without uh, anesthesia. And I thought that was going to be like the most brutal thing in the fucking world. It was fine. Like it wasn't that painful at all. It was it was surprisingly okay. Um, wouldn't like to do it uh, if I had the option. Yeah, numb up my fucking face. But like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, well, I my, my I think my dentist did used to overcompensate. He was an old cork man, and he just massively compliment your teeth beyond the point where teeth should be complimented. So he'd look in your mouth and like, you got beautiful teeth, Dan. These are beautiful. These are the best <laughs> teeth I've ever seen in my life, boy. And then he'd be like, but also you need seven fillings. So it was great. <laughs> it gave me a massive, like, unearned sense of confidence in my teeth, which is not somewhere you should be placing confidence when you're seven years old. I just went what? over with, like, a full-tooted grin to everyone when I met them, like, lower lip pulled all the way down, gums showing. I think people thought I was a shark or something. While yeah. we're on the subject of teeth, did I ever tell you guys that, uh, so there's a thing in America where people go into the dentist and the dentist says, hey, you need a filling, and uh, they just don't give them a filling or they fill a tooth that doesn't need to be filled so they can charge them because obviously dentistry in the US what? is very expensive yeah apparently it's a thing that happens very fairly regularly and dentistry oh. is very expensive so you know there's mm. people that have been caught on these scams where they've basically been ripping people off did I ever tell you guys that my previous dentist I went in and I have a tooth that I knew needed a filling it has a filling in it already it's just a very old filling mm. and uh, she said yeah we can uh, we can replace that and I was like yeah sure while I'm here fuck it do it and uh Went through the whole thing, got a filling put in, uh, not the tooth. <laughs> it was a uh, so okay. completely different tooth, and I also don't know what tooth it was because she's very good at her job, and I can't fucking yeah. tell where she put it. I know there was a filling. I seen her suck bits of teeth chunk out of my mouth, but I don't know what tooth it was. I cannot tell. <laughs> my whole fucking face was swollen up, so I assumed she'd done the tooth she was supposed to do, and now I don't know where it is. I have a mystery <laughs> filling in my fucking mouth. My, uh, that is a, my, my embarrassing dentist story is that I went to the dentist worried about a black spot on my tooth and the dentist had to solemnly inform me that that was a filling that I got <laughs> that been done years ago. And you just forgot. I was like, I'm, I'm really, I, I said, didn't you notice that it was perfectly circular? <laughs> the contempt dripping. This is not my. This is not my overly positive cork dentist. This is my much brasher Dublin dentist. Uh, the contempt dripping from his voice. I've, I've wasted twenty minutes. I'm definitely charging you for this. You know, it was terrible. But that's it. Like they're going to charge you sixty quid anyway. If anything, I'd be fucking stoked that someone came in and I got to turn them away in five minutes. What a fucking great turnaround. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Although yeah. I guess you still you got to do the work. That means that means they cram in another little patient. That, that yeah. Just, just, just love that shit. 
Yeah. Yeah, my uh Crime and Constellation or something. I need I need a, I, I need a new dentist. I need a proper dentist. I'm proper pretty dentist. sure my de- right. Yeah, I know. I should, I should. Well I had a I had a good dentist and uh then last year happened and uh, I'm pretty sure that she doesn't operate anymore because the practice has basically been boarded up for the past year and a half. So I'm pretty sure she's gone. <laughs> she's just, it's just not there. And the only dentists around me are smiles and I don't like smiles. I was the same dentist since I was like four. Yeah. I think I'm going to get those, uh, I think I'm going to get those teeth replaced. Um, I don't know. I him and haw on it so much. It's so expensive. I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> I go back and forth constantly. Get dentures, put them in the dishwasher every night. Do you, do you think that'd be easier now that I have all this insurance? I just like, I just get my teeth removed. Like I just go into the dentist and like, Hey, can you just take them all out and put all, all fake ones in? And uh, I'm just, I'll go with that. you becoming a bionic man. Yeah. You know, it starts with your teeth and it ends <laughs> yeah. with your brain. I mean, like since someone else is footing the bill, can you put like shark teeth in? Is that, is that a thing we can do here? <laughs> I used so to get so upset as a kid. You know when you'd look at the Ripley's, believe it or not, at the Guinness Book of Records, and you'd have like fucking Snake Man or whatever who filed their yeah. teeth to sharp points. That used to fucking yeah. freak me out as a kid. You know, you know, know the world, you know those sex world records, right? With the Guinness mm. World Records, someone has to be like, they have to have, they have these judges that they have. I'm pretty sure these judges are just regular people that like don't get paid. And it's like, okay. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I guess it'd be like a novelty that you get to go watch this like world record attempt for the day, but I don't think I could do that regularly. But for the sex, do you have to watch the sex ones? Like if someone's like, mm. I can masturbate for 80 hours, do you have to watch some fucking guy slap his dick around for 80 hours? Is that how that works? Mm. <laughs> I had literally never considered this. Maybe, maybe they put, him on a fit, they put a Fitbit on him or something and they measure the... <laughs> they put a manometer on the end of it? The arm strokes, yeah. <laughs> We've done uh, we've done the calculations, and unless it's ninety thousand steps, there's no way you did this. <laughs> the guy just puts the uh, the watch on one of those um, paint shakers and just leaves that <laughs> running for 20, 24 hours instead. Also, do you really want to be that guy? Do you want that man? Do you do you want that record? You I might, you want the record, but you don't want people to know you have a the world masturbation record is held by anonymous. I got, I, got, uh, hero, I got two world I got two world records that day. The other one was the world's most chafed man. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest uh. shame spiral. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing with my fucking life? The Guinness Records man is there to console you. No, no, you're doing fine. You're in the Guinness book now. Speaking of what Where's are we doing with our lives? Someone bring a topic in. Come on, what are we doing? Let's go. What do we got? I have a topic. I have, okay. I have a topic. So for viewers wondering why I sound remote and not my usual crisp self, it's because I'm in Spain doing wedding planning. Uh, and one aspect of wedding planning, which gets massively fucking kicked down the can because it's not, or kicked down the road because it's not part of the actual you know, process, is honeymoon. So okay. we basically uh, have just decided we'll do the honeymoon at some stage in the future, but we have not decided yeah, at all where it's... I would, yeah, A, I'm worried that's going to happen. But B, I realize I don't have any strong feelings on a honeymoon. I have no idea where to go. I have no idea what's... Uh, I, I feel like some people have always had these dream holidays in mind. But I never really have. I've always, I've, I, I've always been fairly content to just like fucking look through a, a glow, a, an atlas and be like, there, I'll go there. That'll be nice. But no, no major dreams. So I'm just... My topic is kind of, if you could go anywhere in the world or you have any like dream holiday, where would it be? Well, yeah, probably Japan. Tokyo has been Tokyo has been up there for me for a long time as as a place I really want to go. And like, 
I, I've had chances where I could have gone, but see, it's very expensive. Um, it, it's very expensive, and it's one of those things where it's like you know, it, it's it's hard to convince somebody that doesn't make a lot of money that hey, we should spend twice what we normally spend on a holiday <laughs> and go and go all the way around the world to Japan instead. So that's a work in progress. Although I, I potentially I mean, have to go all the way. To, if you're going to go all the way over to Japan. You need to be spending, yeah. taking six months off. Yeah, but you can only spend, like, out of those six months, you can only spend about five days in Japan because then you're broke and you have to go spend the rest yeah. of, like, Taiwan or something. Um, <laughs> which I guess it makes sense. I, me and Eve were only talking about this recently as well with Japan. It's like, you know, people always say, like, Japan's fantastic. Love it there. It's great. The food's amazing. Oh, it's so expensive, though. And then I started thinking, like, how many times do you think someone accidentally wanders into a Michelin-star restaurant in Japan because there's so many of them? Like spends a fucking killing on dinner and they're like, oh shit, Japan is so expensive. But they just yeah. accidentally wandered into like a Michelin star restaurant. It's like, shit, right. I can't believe I spent 500 quid on dinner. Fuck. Oh shit, I can't believe this. <laughs> it definitely, ha- I mean, I keep nearly a- uh, accidentally ordering like a plate for like four people here in Spain and I speak a good bit of Spanish. I'm like, oh, yeah. this looks good. But Dan, that's like 30 quid and it's for four people. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and? <laughs> um, what are you what are you guys having right. i'm too i'm too proud to back down i'm too proud to back down at that stage i have to eat the whole thing I've, I've had a lot of gastric troubles over here that's why i'm stuck over here still. every time you got to book a every time you got to book a flight they'd ask you what your waistline is and they won't let you book it unless it's three inches smaller but it is so like i mean i guess my my uh not confusion but my uh the problem I have with trying to book uh, uh, the dream holiday is I don't really know what I want from a holiday. Like, you know, I keep thinking, oh, I want sun. But then I'm over in the sun. I'm going to die. I, this is too hot for me. I need to get out of this. So I, the idea of going to the sun to get out of the sun just seems a bit strange. And then you, know, oh, you yeah. say, OK, I want, I want a pool. And I'm just going to stay by the pool and get drunk for two weeks. But actually, oh, yeah. that gets really. Yeah. But like after like a two or three days of that, I'm like, I need to move. I need to go somewhere else. I need to have some sense of momentum. So yeah. I, like it's. Like, like, what was it saying, like, every year, where, like, at the end of the year, I end up drinking for, like, most of December, because everyone's fucking birthday is there, and then you have Christmas parties, and then you have Christmas, like, mm. holiday parties for work and stuff, and you're like, holy shit, it's been non-stop for three weeks. And that's why I don't <laughs> drink for the first, for the first, I don't drink between uh, New Year's Eve and Aoife's birthday every year, because I just, I just need that break. I need, I need, like, a good six to seven weeks of no alcohol, because, like, <laughs> it's been too much. But, like, now, it's like, I'll drink two days in a row. And when I wake up on the third day, I'm like, oh, I should just kill myself because no human should feel this bad. I, it's over <laughs> for me. I, it's, it's time to end my life. I've had a good run. Um, no, I, uh, I, I'm either going to Bora Bora or the Maldives. I want, a, I want a tropical island and I want a fucking ocean so blue it blinds me when the sun hits it. That's what I want out of honeymoon. That is a good one. And I've, I've, is that something you've booked in yet or is this also like a at some point in the future type honeymoon? Um, so it's not a sometime in the future. Um, there's certain things in play for next year that would make spending a lot of money on a honeymoon a bad idea. So next year might not be possible for it, but if it's not next year, it'll be the year after um, for when we do it. It's just, it just depends um, because you don't, you don't want to go on an extraordinarily extravagant holiday uh, when when there's certain life stuff in play that uh, costs a lot of money instead, so it, it's just it's just the way it timed out. Like originally, me and Eve were actually going to get married last year, and um, so that's what you know that would have been all fine. And now because we've delayed everything, well, luckily for our case, it's, it's in fairness that we delayed everything. But since we delayed it, it means that we may have to delay the honeymoon because 
stuff will get in the way and we can't we could i suppose we could have you stretched it but like you know i don't think that you want to stress yourself out with honeymoon i think that's supposed to be the opposite uh so you know we'll go with that thank god that's over yeah that was the most fucking stressful honeymoon of my life never done that again <laughs> um, yeah. also i've realized i haven't traveled to any country but spain in about four or five years like i haven't gone on a holiday to any other place in so long so Where's i'm not really sure in new york um yeah it was new york i think um and even then that wasn't like you know like just like a stereotypical kind of sun holiday i haven't gone on one of those i think since yeah. i went to italy like 10 years ago or something so no it was <laughs> i went to i went to the south of france with a friend but we went hiking uh and it was in okay. the height of august and i nearly died and you know like some people are just genetically better than others so my friend is just a better made person than i am so he was fine walking through the sun climbing up these mountains and i was like i've made a huge error i have two weeks of this i'm gonna die yeah and i nearly did and we got yeah, lost and we ended up in andorra for five days yeah, I mean, I was, uh, when we were in Nevada, um, it was 40 degrees Celsius there. And I was starting to go, I love the heat. I love the heat. I fucking hate the cold and I love the heat. But I was, even I was starting to think like, oh, I've never been 40 Celsius before. <laughs> 40 <laughs> Celsius seems like a lot. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I felt great. I was, uh, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I was really surprised. And I was actually telling someone that recently. I was like, yeah, you know, it was the hottest place I've ever been was Nevada. Like it's a, you know, it's 40 degrees Celsius. Like it's extraordinarily hot. And they had said, they turned around to me and Ethan, they're like, yeah, but their heat's different to ours. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's a fucking desert, dude. <laughs> it's a very different Funny. heat. It's a literal desert. <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's, it's, it's as hot as a desert. No, it's an actual desert. It's a very <laughs> different. You're right. It's a very different heat. Much hotter. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. Dublin is not hotter than the, the fucking Nevada desert. I can guarantee you that much. Humidity. I'll tell you one thing. Go to the desert and you'll see humidity. Nevada rules, though. What a great it's fucking... It's called a desert. You won't see anything well, you're in the city, you do. You don't have the canyon. Yeah, when you're in the city. When you're in, like, the... Like, a city in, in uh, Vegas, you're good. When you're in the, the middle of it, it gets, gets hot. It gets balmy. Grand Canyon's rad, though. Everyone should go to the Grand Canyon. I do, actually. I it, it, America is one of those ones where I think I would like to go, but I would like to do everything in one trip which would probably also be immensely expensive and stressful. Like, I don't want to uh, do multi- I don't wanna, I don't want to do a holiday to LA and another holiday to Las Vegas and another holiday wherever. I want to do some one big fucking, okay, now I've seen this continent and I never have to go back type trip. Well, that's what we did last time. Yeah, that's what we did. We went to LA and then went from LA to Vegas and went back to LA and finished our holiday and went home. How did you get my way? Bus. Just got a big Greyhound bus. Are they weird? Don't they have like a weird reputation in America? Like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go cross country on them, but like you know, LA to Vegas is only a couple hours. Like that's right. that's fine. Um, like realistically, like the bus to Cork is definitely a lot longer than it is to go from LA to Vegas. <laughs> it was actually a pretty fine trip. The only difference is oh. as uh, they have like these little TVs on the bus that they put on. They refuse to turn them off, and they're all in Spanish. But it's stuff like you know Beverly Hills Chihuahua in Spanish. <laughs> and it's like oh no and then he's like oh sorry the movie's over and I was like oh thank god and then he's like oh here's wait what about this and he put on Lego movie in Spanish and I was like stop wow. stop stop turn this, this off this reminds me of that time I was going up to Belfast 
<laughs> maybe, maybe he does owe us all. I mean, it's better than fucking when I got the I got the air coach, not the air coach, the one the Dublin coach to Belfast, and the there was a movie playing for whatever reason on the bus, but the DVD player was broken. So I just watched the first ten minutes of Step Up again and again and again for two hours. Oh, wow. I, By the I end, that's... I was fucking indoctrinated. I think I'm willing to kill for Channing Tatum now. I think that's uh, I think that's newer. I think that's new age raw torture. I think that's how to get it. <laughs> It's unprovable. It's great. You just say your DVD player was broken. It was just yeah. movie night. It wasn't anything else, guys. <laughs> Officer, who doesn't love Step Up? <laughs> it's a classic you try some team building. You get accused <laughs> of torture. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, we've been watching Love Island recently. Uh, and uh Well, Aoife watches it. Every- <laughs> Aoife watches it every year and... Uh, I I'm like just, I have nowhere else to go anymore. Yeah, well, I I didn't I didn't watch much of the last one because I was too busy. But like now it's like okay, cool, we're trapped here, so I might as well watch the fucking thing. But they did this thing where they were showing them clips from like when they were separated to like stir up drama, um, which is a whole different topic for a different day because I have a lot to say about Laura Whitmore and her fucking involvement in this shit. Um, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe maybe no one needs to mention you know the fucking runner up for Queen Gebag, but. Um, let's uh, you know they have so they have all these puns right so the puns are like movie titles based on their names at one point they just gave up and they didn't know what to do so they just wrote Pitch Perfect and I was looking at it and I was laughing like that's just a movie that's not even a pun you just named a movie what the fuck it's is like, that the Anna Kendrick one yeah yeah but like you know what I mean like the other ones were like you know it was like Fifty Shades of Fae or whatever like you know puns on their name and stuff then one of them they were like oh we don't know what to do so they just wrote Pitch Perfect and left it there I was like fuck off fuck off you're getting paid way too much money to give up at the end <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's like they just named an actual movie I just worked right before Pitch Perfect I'm putting it on screen yeah. I think that's the only reason yeah. they need to be braver <laughs> Uh, yeah. What about what about? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's my. I don't. I, I guess Dream Holiday is Japan for me, and then uh, Honeymoon definitely. See, the, you have what you have to look for the honeymoon, right? Is that the honeymoon's a one-time thing, so you got to use that as an excuse to go somewhere you wouldn't normally go, or like a level of extravagance you probably wouldn't normally spend because it's a holiday. You know, that's that's my yeah. way of looking at it. Um, but I mean, I mean, Nuri and I had said uh, a few weeks ago we were talking about where to go for honeymoon, and we we're like, yeah, I think Cuba would be nice. And I think literally an hour later, the news came up about all the the arrests and the riots in Cuba. So okay, maybe not Cuba this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to go to Cuba. The only problem with that, the only problem with going to Cuba though, is that you're in Cuba, um, so that's like a problem on itself. <laughs> like, I'd lo- I'd love to go to Cuba. I bet Cuba's awesome. The only problem is I'd like to be able to leave Cuba and come home again, and I don't know if that's gonna happen for me. I don't know I if I'm going to be allowed. To, I think plenty of people go to Cuba. I think it's as fine as long as you're not uh-huh. an American. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fine as you're not white. <laughs> when, when you're the white dude coming in about town and, hey, they're like, hey, do you know what? We're going to keep this guy. <laughs> He's ours now. Well, I, okay, Adam, I've, I've, spent, I've spent four weeks now in Spain. I'm one of the Mediterraneans. My bronze skin is akin to that of Apollo. Look at it this yeah. way. Even the fucking Cubans defect Cuba. <laughs> look at every cuban that was like an olympian that then turned professional they have to they have to defect to cuba if they want to become professional can never go home again they just have to send money back to their family they're not even allowed back oh, don't be allowed to leave again what chance do i back. have cuba will take their money oh cuba will take their money <laughs> we like the money we just don't like the you I still think Japan. Why do you to copy Charlie Borman? 
Right, I'm like all the way down to uh, bottom of, of Africa. That'd be cool to go all the way around. Obviously, I don't. Would you go on your own? No, obviously, I'm Rob. He has a motorbike license. Oh, think, true. Do you think they're going to ask you the whole way? Do you think they're going to ask you for the motorbike license in Africa? Probably. I don't think so, dude. I think they're pretty chill over there. I think they're just going to let you go about your business. Uh, I don't know actually how to. I had to actually run more work before I joined them. The only thing you have to know is to point it straight. And you're sorted. Listen, if worst case scenario, if you're about to crash, all you got to do is jump off. There's a few other bits that will change in gear. If you don't want to drive all the way there in my first gear. Just pick one gear. Pick one yeah. gear and just... Which is yeah, the best just... gear, Steve? It's third yeah. gear. Everyone you know knows what? it's third yeah, gear. Go- Go for the middle because you don't want to. You don't want to be stuck going too slow, and also you don't want to be you know overexerting yourself. Go for the middle. You don't want to you know, come a across nice... if you're taking yeah. too many gears. You want to be like I'll take a mid-level amount of gears. You know, self-assertive but not too much. Because you want to, you want to get a rolling start with probably. When do you mass produce? Rob can push the, the the motorcycle. You can you can. It's like in um, Little Miss Sunshine. You'll have to start <laughs> running before it goes. When do we? Uh, when do we get mass-produced electric motorcycles? Yeah, I get it. Not for people who buy high-end motorbikes. Therefore, the market. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, I don't care about the whole high-end motorbike thing. I'd get an electric bike. Yeah, I uh, I'd get an electric bike. We should do that soon. We need to get rid of electric scooters. They need to be banned. I need to. We need to get rid of those fucking things. They're just There's a no nuisance. license required for those, right? Like people are just stepping onto the road and going super fast. It seems like. Well, it seems like there's going to be a huge accident very soon. So the ones that well, someone died recently. Someone had an aftermarket battery. Yeah, someone had an aftermarket battery in theirs and they were going full speed on it and they smashed into someone. And uh, I think they got a brain hemorrhage and the person died. Like, that's, you know, we have had a casualty. But, you know, it's because people, I'll be honest, I was walking down the street recently and someone on their shitty little electric scooter came up onto the path and decided to try and, like, squeeze in between me and the wall at the canal. Um, Now, look, they got down the road, but, like, you know, just narrowly squeezed through us. And I did have a thought in my head for a second of like, do I have to beat this person with their own fucking scooter? Um, <laughs> and I opted for not. But like, they need to be fucked. These things need to be fucking banned. They're such a fucking nuisance. They have no battery power in them. I used to work with guys who used to ride them to work. And then what they do is they would get the train home and carry it because it wouldn't be able to get them home again because these things don't have a battery in them. They last for okay. about an hour and they charge for about nine. But also... Uh, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to charge them work because the thing with them is they catch fire fairly regularly, which has happened. So they're not allowed to charge them. Yeah, because all these fucking dickheads put an aftermarket battery in their fucking scooter. Yeah. So then the fucking battery explodes because it's a cheap fucking lithium battery that they picked up from fucking god knows where, and the thing explodes because it's not well made. It's like there's a puncture in it. Well, it's not the it's not the battery that they generally swap out. Like. They uh, they generally swap out there's a, there's a kit that someone left there's other suppliers playing them. It's a, I think it's a MOSFET or plastic kit. It's just basically removed so then they're on so that they can yeah. that road. No problem. That's what they that's how, that's how they generally do it. And um, oh, I like them. Jesus, no, um, I would never run them. Like compared to the bicycle, say they got these tiny little wheels, and some of them have these tiny little handlebars. Tiny bit like speed wobble then. Just looks like it's going to be impossible to recover from just going sideways and falling off. It's crazy. Yeah. But, but also, my other problem is, is that, like, you know, 
these people are gonna hurt people. Like there was a a woman went into to Aoife one day, um, and her dairy came in with their dog, and a woman was going through the park, through like a regular person's park on her scooter, and went over the dog's leg. Oh. Um, and it broke. It, there was a fracture in the leg, like oh. for, the, for the fucking dog. Now they didn't know at the time. They were kind of in shock. They didn't get her details. I would have got the details because you were absolutely paying for this fucking surgery. Um, I don't give a fuck. You're paying for this fucking surgery. Um, but the problem with these things are that like they use them in areas where people who would cycle wouldn't fucking cycle. Like people who would cycle have better. They just have more self-awareness that they try and cycle through a busy park with not much room where a load of people congregate and walk. Because they realize... But they're also quite bulky, though. They're quite thick on the sides. Like, they're very wide. Because they're built for two oh, feet true. to be on them. But, like, they're not like a regular school. Like, they're not built for you to stand on sideways. They're built for you to stand on straight. So the actual, like, base of it's quite thick. And then these fuckers are walking through shops with the fucking things. And it's like this, and this tiny fucking aisle where the bread is, and I can't get through the aisle because some dickhead has their fucking scooter in there. Get rid of them. The fucking worst things around. I'm all for people like, just get a bike. Get a fucking bike, dude. I don't need you to get a car. I don't need you to get back on a train or a bus. Get a fucking bike. I, I just, I can't stand. Get an electric bike if you want. I just can't stand this fucking horse shit with these fucking scooters. I'm going to kill someone. I, I can't do it. I hate them. I hate them so much. You're not gonna kill someone on a scooter. You're just gonna pick some randomer and be like, "I'm sorry, it's the scooter people. They made me do this." But it's just like I just can't stand. I can't stand people having this weird fucking cell, like not being able to tell distance properly, and almost plowing into you with their fucking scooter. Like I'm, no. I hate having to fucking shout at people going down the street because I just don't want to have to do that. <laughs> I just want to go out and get a coffee. God damn it! Oh man. This is all. This is all just congregating. I've had. We haven't recorded in a while, <laughs> as people may be able to tell. And uh, I've just had unfortunate, terrible luck in the in like the past couple of weeks. I, I was I fucking I was down at the beach recently, and I was playing around on the beach, and I was I had sun creamed all up. I was being responsible, and I guess because we were playing around in the, in the ocean, that the cheap sunscreen we were using, I just got sun cream on the way in. I guess it washed off parts of my legs because my legs were soaking wet. Got absolutely fucking miserably burnt by the sun. Worse than I've ever been burned by a sun. Like, I, I, I don't get sunburned very bad, and I usually get pretty good at sun cream, but, like, got very badly sunburned. Didn't seem too bad the day it happened. The next morning, both of my feet swelled up really bad. Oh, Jesus. And I didn't realize they had swelled up until I got out of bed. And when I got out of bed, I realized I couldn't walk because I couldn't bend my foot. Because my two fucking feet were gigantic. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. So then that How happened. badly were you burned? How red was this? Uh, you remember the picture I sent into the group chat where I, I lifted up my short and you could see above my knee was like white and my legs yeah. were red? That was about two weeks yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So that happens, right? And that's a miserable couple of weeks and that's all sorted. It's not itchy anymore. It's not, it, that's all fine. It's like, okay, cool. You know, and now, you know, now I've got some sexy tan legs. So it's all worked out for Adam. <laughs> Then I come into my fucking glass issues. And I wish I could say that it was only one glass issue, but unfortunately it wasn't. Because last weekend, Aoife accidentally broke a couple of glasses. Whatever, you know, it's a couple of glasses, who cares? So I clean up all this glass, this glass is fine. Didn't realize I'd missed a piece though. Stood on it, and it went into my foot. I was like, okay. Glass into the foot, pulled it out. It seemed like it was just like a little, little like superficial kind of poke. Didn't seem very, like it was sore, but it didn't seem like a cut. I was like, that's grand. 
making breakfast or whatever, making coffee or something. I can't remember what I was doing. And then I looked down at the floor. I was like, huh, blood on the floor. And there's blood on the carpet. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So I did cut myself. Okay, great. So I have to go clean up all this fucking blood. That's fine. Glasses just sorted. Cut heels up. Fucking yesterday, I don't know how, <laughs> I fall over, just fucking like fell. And I put my I hand down. Put my hand. Out. I don't know how I even tripped. I just kind of, fit. you know, when you fall and you notice yourself falling, you're like, oh, I better straighten myself up because I'm off balance. Like I can, I can catch yeah. myself. Like I can fix myself. I thought this in my mind, and then almost in slow motion went, oh no, I'm still falling. I can't catch myself. I'm, I'm just gonna fall. So, <laughs> so I, fa- I fall over. Uh, you know, fucking thirty years old, just falling, just falling around the house. Not even drunk. Fucking early afternoon. <laughs> just falling over put my hand out thinking that I'm gonna like you know grab onto the wall or hit like the you know the banisters or something you know catch myself somewhere before I hit the ground uh, don't do that miss the banisters miss any part of the wall miss, miss all of that uh, instead my hand goes straight into and through a glass jar <laughs> oh. <laughs> straight no. through it glass fucking explodes and the worst part is the glass was it, it's not like it exploded in like those big chunks everywhere it was tiny chunks everywhere so not only this now i have to get up i have to pick little bits of glass out of my fucking hands which is all fine didn't cut me anything anywhere really but then my hands fucking itchy all afternoon but then i have to spend a fucking hour cleaning up tiny bits of glass off the floor and carpet because i don't know where it all is i don't think i've ever managed to do that wearing shoes at home no no only barefoot the same when you stand on like a thumbtack you know (laughs) it never happens when you're wearing shoes it only like you take your shoes off, you spill, you knock this fucking tack onto the ground, you step backwards, and you go straight onto it. And you're like, okay, cool. The only place I could have possibly not stood, and that's where I stood. Got it. That's my look for the day. But yeah, so I was just kind of sitting there. I'm looking at the ground, and I'm looking at this glass everywhere. And like, there's glass, like, I have like workout mats that are sitting there, and I can see little bits of glass hanging off. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm looking down the sides, I can see little bits of glass. And I have this like little like plug in heater, like a little plug in heater. Uh, and I, I could see this bits of glass like sitting in between the radiator bits on it. And I was like, okay. Okay, that's fine. This is the Friday. This is my day. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend the next hour gathering up tiny, tiny shards of glass into a big fucking pile till I can tell if it seems like I got it all or not. <laughs> Just uh, gather it all. And you know what? I'm kind of half surprised that when I gathered it up into this pile, I didn't fucking trip and like fall on top of the pile of glass at the end of it too. Just to fucking really rub salt in the wound. Awful. Terribly unlucky. And how long did that course, take you to do? How much of your Friday was that? I spent a good hour picking up tiny bits of glass. Like a, go- like a solid like hour of just like looking through bits of the fucking apartment. This, this, this is the glass hour. And this just is the like, most dangerous hour of the day. And like blind sweeping as well, like like with a little dustpan brush, like sticking it in behind places and sweeping out just in case I've missed fucking glass anywhere. Because who fucking knows at this point? Um, <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, so that, that's been my last couple of weeks. Just one tragedy after the other. And that's not even counting the fucking walking into a tiny fucking team meeting and the two fucking CEOs sitting there. Like, cool, cool, cool. Good, good Friday. Good Friday. Love this. What a good day. We can't call out the CEOs. Well, no, we'll just assume. we cannot even mention the company. They are very, very, very touchy. <laughs> so that's yeah. it. You never bring it up. I think that's it was, 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 was that your topic? Was, 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 uh, 
Yeah, my topic was just my terrible, unfortunate luck that I've just like maimed myself constantly over the past few weeks. I don't know how I've been doing it. What is it with Northern Irish lads? They meet you in a social context and lie about everything to do with themselves, including your names. What is that about? (laughs) I was so ready to be like, I don't know if that's true when you said what about North, but actually, actually, fair observation. Yeah. Yeah. In the twice in the last series. How about you sing it though? I don't know. Is that like a weird bant thing that we don't get here? Like, is that is that what are we it missing? Like a context? Be, right? I guess be. so. Like, don't get me wrong. Look, well, I mean, in fairness, I I had it. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I don't know which one is lying to me or not, you know, when I'm up there, because I live there. So, like, as far as I'm aware, they're all telling the truth. But in saying that, I also had a fake name that I used when I lived in the UK and up north. So I guess it makes sense. I was in there. I, I was part of the crew. Why, why did you have it? Why did you use it? What was it about? Just meet women. I don't know. <laughs> just... Just, I don't know. I had a, I had a, I just had a fake name. I had a fake dating name when I went out when I was going out for to bars and clubs. What was it? John Wilson. <laughs> John Wilson. Was so you could meet Protestant women. John Wilson, who, who's a guy you went to school with. Um, I think he graduated the year after us, maybe. Um, uh, he had done Ty. He's a guy you went to school with, and I don't know. It was just it's the name that I used. <laughs> I just, I just, that's just the name that I used for years. <laughs> There's some woman. There's some woman listening to this now with a four-year-old child on the floor, being like, "John, I finally find you, John. Come home to your child." <laughs> well, you see, they can't. They can't take me to court because I'm Adam. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was technically for me. That was two names ago. So I, you know, they they have no chance of bringing me to court. I'm a completely new man. I like you say that like you're a fucking spy or something. You're completely like, <laughs> Spengali. You'll never catch me, Coffer. <laughs> Well, you know, they're gonna be look, they're gonna be thinking like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't John Wilson, it was actually Adam Albert MacDonald, but it's not no uh uh-uh, uh I'm Adam Sheridan, baby, not me at all. Must have been my, must have been my former life. As soon as the police start catching up with you, you'll start changing your first name. <laughs> then you're surname. Even by the end of the sentence, your name has already changed to Adchard. Eventually you'll be Richard. Well, I just uh well, I, I didn't actually want to change to Adam Sheridan, but I wasn't allowed to change the real name that I wanted, so I went with Adam Sheridan. You know, it's the, the runner of prize. Well, I w- no, I wanted to change my name to Todd Laser, and Aoife was having none of it. Um, <laughs> she didn't want to be Aoife. Mrs. Laser. Yeah, Aoife Laser. What a great fucking name. <laughs> fucking hell. Like, what an awesome name. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, but why I, Todd? I, I, Where did Todd come from? Look, you can't have, like, I couldn't have, like, a name like Army Laser. That's, it's too much. You gotta have a normal <laughs> name with the cool name attached. You know? Nah, Aoife's brother is Brian, and that's, like, a weird thing. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, that's, like, a weird thing. I, I, could nev- I could never even kiss a stranger that had the same name as anyone in my family. Like, never even mind, like, direct family. Like, like oh, like, even, like, someone that had, like, an aunt's name wouldn't be able to do it. Would, just would not be able to do it. Oh, weird. Just on the, just on the, what about, what if like some like fucking out of nowhere thought went into your head and you kiss this person and you think of your aunt or something, you know, you just can't do it. I could, I'm not, not, not even leaving that the chance, not having it. 
I'm, I'm, I think frankly amazed by, I don't know if that's foresight or paranoia, but either way, I'm impressed by it. I don't think I've ever had a thought like that. I know, neither have I, but I don't want to leave it up to chance. On one case, I'm being careful, but if you don't be careful, then all of a sudden you're into incest. I can't have that. I like, to imagine, I like to imagine you pausing and the camera zooms out and you're saying this at Aoife's family dinner. <laughs> That's why my name is Adam Sheridan there. <laughs> it, just, it, just cuts to, it just cuts to like, you know, the camera just cuts to like me at like their fucking like at, our, at, a, at like her parents' like wedding anniversary. I'm like, anyway, I fucked them both. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dan, your your mic has gotten real bad all of a sudden. Oh, Dan, your mic has really really shit the bed now. Dan, lot we've lost them. Okay, well, oh, there we go. That's much better. Okay, Stephen, tell us about, what what recently came up with uh with your <laughs> with your Northern Irish stories. Is this from one of your recent travels? The last two weekends, I've been spending a lot of time meeting new interesting people, uh, well, you know, from Northern Ireland, uh, who were down at the beach resort that I'm spending time at in Ireland. Uh, so you get people, and uh, yeah, the Northern, Northern Irish lads, so fucking suspicious. One of them spent the entire night accusing me and my friend of being a Garda, or being Gardaí, because uh, he thought that undercover Garda, that he were going to put in, go down to the beach and camp beside him and his mates. Or sorry, be at the places they decided to camp out already camping when they arrived with the tents. So as to find out where the car crew I was know. going <laughs> afterwards. As if I was going to be Is a fruitful place to Irish go. point break. Yep. I You're know. Irish except, for, except for the car except for the car mode community. I know this is a... I know this, these are small Irish towns, you know. I, I get that. But, like, do you really think that they don't have anything better to do <laughs> than sit around and camp at the beach? Like, a little teepee with the fucking Garda symbols on the side of it. And they're just sitting there, <laughs> little binoculars at the front, like, oh, we're going to get them this time, Tommy. Like, fucking, a little, come on, A little doom on tent with two sets of Garda, Garda safety shoes sticking out the far end of sitting there in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think I think you got to really explain to people sometimes, like, hey, unless the guards are called to an area, they don't give a flying fuck what's going on. <laughs> I have never seen a guard in public give an absolute shit about anything happening unless they were specifically called there for that reason. Ever. Uh, <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, the idea... Did you convince him you weren't a guard? Huh? No, no. He, he, he just kept accusing us of being guards. Like the, uh, and the, this is this is us like probably like a lot of us all camping illegally on beach. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! You know what you should do? You should keep fake handcuffs in your back pocket, and uh, <laughs> just when like, and then like w- just one weekend when they put their hand out, like just clapping onto one of the wrists and be like, "Ah, you got me! Come on, you're coming with me, buddy!" And just, I just see how far you can get them. Yeah, just like take out your wallet and have like have a guard badge pull out. Oh, you weren't supposed to see that. Civilians are supposed to know. Just like, just see if you can arrest them and see how far you can get them away from Johnny Gall before they realize that you're fucking with them. <laughs> I mean, like, just like, nothing, but kind of first of all, so. it's called Bants. It's called <laughs> Bants, okay? I just, yeah, fucking, I don't know, man. The Nor- Northern Ireland's a weird fucking place. You know, that's a, they're a strange place all into them fucking selves. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell. Yeah, and also, I've got too also much they have like the weird Ross and Rachel. 
two, yeah, two weekends in a row, people like metalized in this sort of circumstance, both of whom have lied about their names. And their real names have gone, gone along with it. Like, some of them have all told us their real <laughs> names. And one of them has just been like, no, I was only fucking with you. For at this, this, like, six hours later, my real name is, like, Paul. And you're like, what? Okay. <laughs> I reminded my real, you know, one of the one of the guys who used to was Stephen. And then two hours, two hours later, he said, "I oh, know, I actually lied to you it's the first time. My my real name is Andrew." And you're like, <laughs> "Why? Why? What do you think is going to happen if you gave us your real name? As if I'm going to remember your real name more than five fucking minutes anyway." <laughs> I think it's you should have just said, "Is it your name?" But... Yeah, maybe. Well, that's definitely what the other thing is, where like they thought you were going to like fucking arrest them with your hidden guards. Like, do you think the guards give a oh, shit? They, about? they don't. Like, they don't know who you fucking are. <laughs> they don't know who you are. don't know about anything unless there's fucking people calling them in. Like, that's, that's what it. I mean. Like, why don't they try and fucking, like, what are they going to do? Um, what's, the, what's the value in it? There's no fucking oh, stuff. Like, lads, <laughs> lads, like, a, lads, like, convinced that the, the guards, there's going to be two under, under-recorded detectives sent to bust them for, like, for smoking about, like, for smoking a single joint or something. Like, you know what it is? Get over yourself. It's fucking, fucking it's American. It's American cop TV shows that are like just fucking like infesting their mind as if this is like how cops actually operate and work. Like it's too much fake cop TV shows and not enough like real actual cop behavior. Like mm-hmm. where they think that like, you know, the cops are sitting around all day and they're like, oh, if we can just bust this fucking car ring, we'll get that promotion and be sergeants. <laughs> we'll run <laughs> we'll run the whole fucking station. And it's like that. Yeah, these guys are like fucking beat cops, dude. They like they, you know. They sit by the side of the road and they pull over cars to ask where they're going in the morning, or you know, or they have the little radar gun. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like me and Rob one time tried to call in the guards because there had been a major crash, and uh, they had turned around to me and Rob and said, "Yeah, this seems like a council problem, though." Uh, I tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll call the council for you in the morning. Don't worry about it. You can you can leave. And uh, we we're like, right, okay, all right. Um, for context, it was we, me and Rob were on the way home one New Year's, and uh, a someone had horribly smashed his car uh, across the road from uh, the Cumon Woods. They took yeah. the entire traffic lights out of the ground, um, <laughs> out of the ground, and a couple of feet down the road, it was pretty substantial. There was chunks of car and like big chunks of glass everywhere, and like bits of paint and everything. Don't know how the fuck the car actually drove out of the area. Um, but yeah. because of this, the entire street had also lost all of its power. Like all of the lights were gone. <laughs> there was one like little street light flashing on and off, but everything else was broken and all the lights were down. So I was like, fuck, we better call the guards. Let them know. Look, they're down the road from here. And your one in the station was like, ah, nah, that's a council thing. That's a, that's something the council has to deal with. And I was like, I mean, okay. Do, is, do you guys not have to report if like there's been, you know, a terrible car crash? Is that not a, a thing you guys need to check out? <laughs> And she's like, nah, that's a, that's a guard. That's a council thing. She's like, we'll call the council for you in the morning. Don't worry about it. And I was, yeah. I was looking at this like fucking like disaster zone, thinking like some guy drove out of here, definitely bleeding, probably bleeding pretty bad. And I was like, eh, all definitely right then. Oh, 100% drunk. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way you could possibly have gone up onto that curb and hit that lamppost or hit that traffic light with that kind of speed without being drunk. Like, <laughs> you'd have to really try. Like, you'd have to have gone out of your way to hit it. Um, but I was like, all right, then. I guess you don't. I, okay. So we left and we went home. <laughs> we left them to it. It was like, okay, I guess this fucker will die somewhere and they'll, they'll get the body in the morning, I suppose. See us. I'll find him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Man, nuts. Before, like, uh, last weekend, we were here in the, uh, uh, in the not picturesque. Uh, Undy called it Denmark at Seaside Resort in Ireland, though I'm spending my time with. 
because the surface like obviously you have to do a lot of just look outside the door on the uh, Saturday or Sunday night. So the guy gets head kicked. I just looked at him, should I ring the guards? Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, yeah, there's two of them now joining in there. Well, is it time to call the guards? And I was going to give him a little bit of hype. So I didn't, I didn't call the guards. I didn't do anything to do because realistically, what are the guards going to do? The guy was did you man all right? Yeah. A few stops, that was all he got. Yeah. Yeah, the guards did do, do, do nothing. I mean, to be fair, I was out one night in the UK and uh, I seen a guy get glassed. Now, in fairness, the guy that got glassed started it. But uh, I seen him get glassed. Uh, now, it was pretty funny because he was, you know, he he had brought this on himself. But uh, the he just, he was just starting trouble, you know? He was just, he was starting trouble and he started trouble with a guy that thought, well, you know, maybe this guy can kick my teeth in, but also if I smash a glass over his head, we can all leave. So I'm just going to do that. So <laughs> smash a glass over his head and they just fucking left. But your man, the funniest part is your man's sitting there, like, you know, fucking bleeding from his fucking head. And he's going like, oh, if I see him again, it's like, what? If you see him again, the last time you seen him, he did this to you, fuckhead. <laughs> you clearly, you clearly don't fucking understand what happened here. You've seen him already and he did, you're the one leaving here. Um, Maybe he was about to say, if I see him again, he'll do it again. Thank God he's but left. The, uh, <laughs> but the, the cop showed up and, uh, you know, the guy's getting checked out. He's, he's, you know, he's getting a little bit of first aid at the scene. One of the barmen's patching him up, sticking a few plasters on his head, couple of kisses there to keep the, get the cuts heal over faster. Um, but like, you know, they've cleaned them up. They've, they've put a couple of plasters on them. I, 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 maybe he got a couple of paper stitches. I'm really not sure. But the, the cop shows up, takes his, uh, takes a statement from a little mini statement, you know, asks him like, you know, can you explain to the guy? Then he leaves and, uh, mm. the no ambulance shows up and the, he hands the cloth and stuff back to the barman and he goes back to his mates and starts drinking again. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> are we not even gonna, we're not gonna even remove this guy? No, like. <laughs> We're not, we're not even going to like tell him like at the very least you have to go home. Like we're okay, yeah. all right, fair enough, fair enough. Just, Let's uh, leave it to it. Not just trying to bleed anywhere. <laughs> yeah, if you bleed on this floor again, mate, you've already done it twice. The third time you're getting the fuck right. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange. I don't know, man. Strange, strange times. Hmm. Fuck cops. What are you going to do? Uh, That's the title of the episode. <laughs> all right, we've been going for a little while now, so I think it's probably time that we wrap up. Um, this has been episode 23 of Morning Brew. I am like 90% sure if I got that right. Great, good for me. We haven't recorded in a while. Uh, no, 22, I'm pretty sure, was The Rock episode, which wasn't with The Rock because obviously we lost that footage. Sorry. But if anyone wants to reach out to The Rock and ask him to re- reappear on the show, more than happy to invite yeah. him. Dwayne, you're a good guy. Happy to have you here. Hope you don't take too much offense to me calling you a diva. It's, you know, it was not made to, to insult you too much, but, you know, you'll be a bit of a diva sometimes. Um, you know, good luck with Jungle Cruise or whatever. Heard it's a big hit. Um, yeah, you know, so you can, you can hit up you can hit up Dwayne Johnson. I think he's at The Rock on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Message him all you want. We're at Media Suplex on Instagram and Twitter. I am, of course, at Swagger Gills. You can follow me there. You can follow Stephen at On Burcock. You can follow at Dan at Mr. Daniel Purcell. Obviously, you want to like us on iTunes and Spotify. Keep those ratings going. As you can tell from the last few weeks, we've gotten a huge surge in listeners. So it helps out tremendously. So make sure you like it. Make sure you share it with your friends. <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo! I'm going to laugh from Steve. Bye. Bye. Bye.